0: From Washington, here is the news in Special English. Heavy fighting in Syria between government troops and opposition forces is reducing hopes that diplomats can rescue a ceasefire. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said, The latest fighting took place Tuesday in the city of Haffa and nearby villages in western Latakia province. Rebel forces had captured several police stations there. The observatory said at least 15 government soldiers and three rebel fighters were killed. It said it was the heaviest fighting in the Latakia area since the conflict began 15 months ago. In Libya, the main airport in Tripoli reopened Tuesday after the government retook control from militiamen. The government said it retook the airport late Monday. Gunmen from the Libyan town of Tarhuna had seized the airport on Monday. Gunmen in vehicles had surrounded foreign airplanes to prevent them from leaving, and all flights were suspended. The gunmen said they wanted to know where the government was keeping their leader. Libyan officials say they are searching for Abu Ajila al Habshi, who may have been kidnapped. Nigerian forces say explosions and gunfire with Islamic fighters in the city of Maiduguri has killed 16 suspected militants. The Nigerian Joint Task Force commander said the violence took place around two populated areas of the city. He said Nigerian forces had seized weapons and ammunition from the suspects and destroyed some of their bombs. Maiduguri is the home of the militant group Boko Haram. The group has said it wants to establish an Islamic State, in northern Nigeria. American officials said Tuesday that a strike by an unpiloted plane in northwestern Pakistan was an important attack on Al Qaeda. The attack killed the second most important member of the group, Abu Yahya Alibi. News reports say a member of the Pakistani Taliban. Call the death of Alibi a big loss for Al Qaeda. The drone strike Monday hit a vehicle and buildings in the North Waziristan tribal area. At least 15 people were killed, including foreigners. United States Defense Secretary Leon Panetta has urged India to be more active in helping Afghanistan. Mr. Panetta arrived in New Delhi Tuesday for talks with Indian officials. He met with Prime Minister Manmohan Singh and India's National Security Advisor. Mr. Panetta is to make a policy speech Wednesday in New Delhi. India has provided $2 billion in aid to Afghanistan. And last October the two countries signed an agreement for stronger security and economic links. Russian lawmakers have approved a bill that greatly increases fines for people taking part in gatherings without official permits. THE LAW WAS APPROVED BY THE LOWER HOUSE OF PARLIAMENT ON TUESDAY. 241 LAWMAKERS VOTED TO APPROVE THE LAW. 147 VOTED AGAINST IT. THE MEASURE RAISES THE FINE FOR ILLEGAL STREET PROTESTS FROM ABOUT $30 TO ABOUT $9,000 AND MAKES OTHER CHANGES AIMED AT STOPPING PROTESTS. Critics of the law say it will increase tensions in Russia and make it very hard to hold protests. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. The Japanese finance minister says European finance ministers have promised to take quick action to stop the European debt crisis. Finance ministers from the group of seven world-leading economies spoke in a special conference call on Tuesday. After the call, the Japanese foreign minister told reporters in Tokyo that the European representatives said they would increase their efforts to end the crisis. The talks included the United States... Britain, France, Germany, Italy, and Canada. Europe's economic problems threaten to further slow the world economy. Air safety experts say air travel in parts of Africa is getting safer. But there have been two deadly plane crashes in West Africa in a week. VOA reporter Anne Look in Senegal says many African countries find it difficult to oversee airplane safety. Karen Leggett has her report.
1: The crew of Dana Air Flight 9J922 reported on June 3rd that the airplane was having engine trouble. At the time, the plane was flying from Abuja to Lagos, Nigeria's largest city. Minutes later, the plane crashed into a crowded Lagos neighborhood. All 153 people on the plane died. Some people on the ground were also killed. It was the fourth plane crash to kill more than one hundred people in Nigeria in the past ten years. The United Nations International Civil Aviation Organization says the accident rate in Africa has been four to five times that of other continents in recent years. William Voss is president of the Flight Safety Foundation in the United States. He says Nigeria has made reforms.
0: Frequently, the authorities that are, are charged with overseeing aviation have very little authority. They have inadequate staffing. They're overridden frequently from political levels. And, and there's a lot of issues with political will. I mean, you'll have politically influential operators appealing to higher levels of government. And, and that's the sort of thing actually that was corrected in, in Nigeria.
1: In 2010, America's Federal Aviation Administration awarded Nigeria its top safety rating. That means Nigerian airlines can fly to the United States. The London based AviAssist Foundation says Nigeria is one of 10 African nations that rate higher than the international minimum standards for aviation safety. The crash on Sunday is still being investigated. Nigerian President Goodluck Jonathan visited the neighborhood where the plane crashed. He promised to improve air safety so that such crashes would never happen again. I'm Karen Leggett.
0: And now, briefly, here again is the major news at this hour in Special English. Heavy fighting in Syria is reducing hopes that diplomats can rescue a ceasefire. Nigerian officials say the number of people who died in the plane crash Sunday in Lagos is now 157. And American officials say a strike by an unpiloted plane in Pakistan has killed the second most important member of Al-Qaeda. And that's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.